ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, he's and she's or whatever you might be, welcome to The Voice Take. I am your host, Cody Griffin. Joining me is my co-host, James Stratton. James, welcome. Thank you very much, Cody. How's your day been? Well, my day is great. I clocked off work about 4 o'clock this morning, and it's now 7 a.m. on Wednesday, March 25th, so we've been doing this for about two hours now, so it's pretty good. How about you? You know, it's been fantastic. I'm here with you. We're about to do our first episode of the podcast, and I'm excited. I'm excited, too. We have... My roommate playing Smash in the background. We are playing on our dining. We are doing this on our dining room table and in the living room. So this is interesting. This is pretty ghetto setup, but we're doing it anyways because we don't give a flying shit. On that note, the reason we're doing this podcast is just to have fun. That is correct. We do not care. We are doing this. If we don't make it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we don't care. We're just doing it because it is day two of the stay-at-home thing in Oregon, right? Yep, it's officially day two of quarantine. Yep. We've decided to do this because there's literally nothing else to do. Alright, so just to give a little bit of a background into why we're doing this, uh, and kind of a background of the entire podcast. Uh, So... We have a lot of stories that we want to tell because whenever we're just hanging out, we always talk about stories and kind of reminisce and having an outlet to put them we thought would be a great thing to do and it would be really fun and a great way to just enjoy each other's company. Yeah, that is right. Um, We always talk about some of the stupider, dumber shit that we've done and we always laugh about it. I'm like, hey, you should just tell people about it and make it like a relatable podcast and funny podcast so people can do something while they're stuck in quarantine. Like not listen to you. Shut up, Boomer. (laughs) Boomer Perspective segment coming soon. Um, Yes, so some of you might be wondering, why is our name The Voice Tape? B-O-I-S. Well, my friend has a server on Discord, The Northwest Boys. So we were just thinking of names, and I was like, the relatable podcast and stuff. And then all of a sudden, James was just like, hey, what if we do the voice take? And I liked it so much, I was like, we're doing it. Like, it, was, it sounded so sick and everything, and we just went with it. So, yeah. And I think it really symbolizes what we're trying to do here. We're going to take our stories, and we're going to tell you. We're also going to give takes on whatever it is we seem fit whether that's sports, current events, or whatever it may be. And we are going to have some guests on the show later. We are going to be the main host, and we're going to have some guests In later. future episodes. In future episodes. We may add some other hosts. Still not sure, though. We're going to have to be the right people. But we will make it work and do this about weekly or so, because, you know, we're quarantined, there's nothing else to do, so probably weekly. So, to jump right into it, uh, today we're going to tell a story that happened about a year ago exactly today. Uh, it was spring break last year, and us and a couple of our friends decided to drive from where we're at in a tiny town in eastern Oregon and take the trip to the big city in Portland. 
because there's not really a whole lot to do in our area. So to start off, we created the plan. We were like, this year for spring break, we're not going to sit around and do nothing. So we're going to go to Portland. So me and Cody got our friend Eduardo on board to go to Portland and go shopping at the malls there, kind of see what's going on, and just have a good time. We also had another friend of ours who invited us to go see some training equipment and stuff at Warner Pacific, uh, but we'll get to that later. That's a college in the Portland area. So we woke up at 5.30 a.m., and so I decided, okay, let's wake everyone else up, picked them up, and we started heading out, and so the night before, once we had all the plans set in motion, Cody's cousin Kyle decided to text us and be like, hey, heard you going to Portland, let me come with you guys. And we're like, all right, we'll pick you up. He lives in a town about a half hour away from us. And so the plan was set into motion. Yeah, a uh, little info on James's car. It's a 2000 black Honda Accord that he bought from my one of my best friends in the town next to us for $200. The car at the time had 297,000 miles on it, and we were driving it to Portland. <laughs> Which is about a three-hour drive, almost 200 miles. So... The next, that morning that we were heading out, we headed to Irgun to go pick up Kyle. And uh, not aware, he wasn't awake. Uh, oh, sorry to jump in on you here, but uh, my cousin is uh, not the brightest or the most prepared or anything, pretty much. He's probably one of the laziest bums you'll ever meet. But, but we love him. But we love him. Yeah, you gotta love him. But continue. So we get to the house, you know, we call him because we didn't want to knock and wake anybody we're, up. We're sitting outside of his house. We're sitting outside of his house in his driveway. And yeah, and we're just, I'm calling him. Like I called him 12 times. I'm like, all right, that's enough. So I just went up and I knocked on the door. You know, the dogs are going off. He has a German Shepherd, the nicest German Shepherd you'll ever meet. Uh, a giant black lab, like enormous dog. And that black lab is the biggest scaredy cat you'll ever meet. Yeah, he's such a little puss. And then a little tiny white lap dog. I have no idea what dog it is. But it's so nice anyways, yeah. They're all going off. You know, no one's answering the door. It's like 6 in the morning. So I just, like, walk in. Because it's his cousin's house. It's, yeah, it's my cousin's house. So they don't care. They leave their door unlocked anyways. And I just walk into Kyle's room and I turn on the light. And he's still sleeping as I turn on the light. So I shake his bed. He's like, oh, dude, what the fuck? And then he saw me. He's like, oh, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, dude, it's freaking six in the morning. Let's go. He's like, oh, dude, I haven't even showered yet. Like, what the frick? So I'm like, okay, we'll shower. Dude, I take, I kid you not. This dude took an hour to an hour and a half in the shower. He was taking so long that we thought that he fell and slipped. We were about to leave him. We uh, we were sitting in the living room, just talking with his mom, my aunt, just petting all the dogs and stuff. And we were talking about leaving him because he was taking forever. We finally had left the house at like 7.30, almost 8. 
and we got McDonald's on the way out. So yeah. So we finally get going. We're on the freeway, heading towards Portland. You know, all's going well until you know Kyle gets bored. Kyle is a running uh running theme of this story. So. He is the running theme. Uh, real quick seating arrangements. Uh, James is driving. Uh, I am in the passenger seat. Uh, Kyle is in the back left seat, and Eduardo is in the back right. Um, little info on, you know, how big everyone is. Uh, I'm about six one six two. At the time, I was like six foot six one, about one fifty one sixty. Uh, Kyle is in enormous man. He is six six, and he's like. 280, 290. Yeah, 280, 290. He's huge. Eduardo is like 5'10", 5'11", almost 6 foot if you count his hair. <laughs> and he's like about the same weight. Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of hefty back then. No offense, dude. I love you still. Um, and, and then and, at, at the yeah. time, I was about the same size as Eduardo, too. Yeah. And we're all in the car. It's. I'm pretty sure the car was down a couple of inches. But, yeah. You know, she was running strong. Anyways, very important. Kyle was sitting behind me. Uh, leave me alone. Started off, he was just tapping my shoulders, you know, poking the back of my neck. And then he decided to start roping my back in what he called <laughs> my back boobs. Like I said, I'm not a small man, and this was pissing the fuck out of me. <laughs> I told him that I was going to turn around and drop him back off and that we sh never should have brought his ass. So it started out, you know, just grabbing me, all that stuff. And then he gets going. He's like, dude, if you threaten me again, I'm going to throw your hat out the window. And he snags my hat off my head, rolls down the window, holds it out the window. And I'm like, all right, cut that shit out. Roll the window up, lock the windows. And I'm like, what are you going to do now? Like I said, or like Cody said, rather, 2,000 Honda Accord, almost 300,000 miles. Yeah, I couldn't lock the doors. So he decided it would be an amazing idea to start opening the doors while I was doing almost 80 down the freeway and holding my hat out the window or out the door. Yeah, so I'm just in the front seat just taking all this in like i'm dying like i'm not i i normally don't pick any sides anyways unless it gets out of hand but you know i was just dying like kyle is opening the window on i-84 or the door he was opening the door he was opening the fucking door on i-84 we're going it's like 78 he's got the door like a quarter of the way open he's just like i'll throw your fucking hat out dude i swear i will and I'm just so confused. I'm just laughing hysterically because, like, I'm sleep-deprived because we woke up at 5.30. And I was just dying. Eduardo's dying. James is all pissed. He's like, <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny when James gets pissed because when he gets pissed, he, like, gets pissed. And it just made me laugh even harder. And Kyle doesn't give a fuck about anything. So that made it even better, too. So I was just laughing hysterically. I could not stop. And it takes a lot to get me going. I'm normally fairly mellow-mannered. And then Kyle, dude, Kyle just kept going because he doesn't give a fuck. It's hilarious. And then he's like, all right, fine. Oh, no, I forgot. He shut James's hat in the door. So the door was like slightly cracked open and James's hat was like in the door. So 
<laughs> yeah, crazy time. Anyways, he started losing energy as he started not feeling well. And that's another theme of this. Kyle was sick. So it started off, we were about halfway to Portland, and he was like, dude, you got to pull over. I'm going to shit my pants. Yeah, we were right about the Dells Hood River area. So we pull off at a gas station. We go in. He's in the bathroom for like 25 minutes. You know, he comes out and he's like, dude, I need medicine. So me trying to make amends with him. Because I don't like when people stay mad at me, and I don't like really staying mad at people. So, I bought him some Pepto-Bismol, and that got him feeling better for a while. You know, we made the rest of the trip to Portland, and things were going pretty well. Yeah, so we got to Portland, and uh, we're talking about like where we want to go, because we're like clueless and all. Because we didn't think we would actually get there because we thought about turning around and taking Kyle home. And then we're like, nah, fuck it. We're this close already. We might as well just keep going. So we get to Portland and we're talking about like if we want to go to Washington Square Mall or Lloyd Center Mall. And we decided to go to Lloyd Center and we park in the parking garage and we step out and instantly like that, like just weed. And we're all like looking around like, dude, where the fuck is that coming from? And we look over and there's this guy just sitting like on a concrete block, just like smoking like a fat old joint. And we were just like, frick, dude, that's so strong. So then we walked in. Props to that guy, though, like yeah. having the balls to just smoke yeah. a J. Yeah. Right like, next to the he was like right outside the doors, too. Like it wasn't like 25 feet away or whatever. Like it was right outside the doors. And... You know, we go in, we go to all the stores, like, dick around and stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. We we go into, uh, God, what was that store called with all the hydroflask lids and stuff? Oh, the, the Organ Life. Yeah, the Organ Life. We walk into the Organ Life. Yeah. Yeah, bitch, I'm telling this one. Damn. Yeah. We walk into the store, and Jim's like, oh, I need a new hydroflask lid or a hydroflask straw or just a hydroflask or something. I can't remember. It, it was a straw lid for my hydroflask. That, yeah. And he jumped on the hydroflask boat. I still have it. Never will. And he's freaking shopping for one. He finds one. He goes to the counter. Dude, as soon as we walked into the store, I spotted it. Um, again, this is a podcast, like Zero Fucks Given. We don't care. Uh, there was a transgender person behind the counter and I was thinking ahead, oh, it's Portland. What else is there to expect? But good old James here did not notice it. Or if he did, he didn't care, but I'm pretty sure he didn't notice it. Okay. So he's going to blow this out of proportion. I just like being really nice to people in customer service and they got it misconstrued, but I'll let you continue no. your fantasized no, version no, of the story. No. Oh, okay. I'll let you continue no. your fantasized version of this story. Okay, so, well, whatever you claim. So he goes to the counter, and from my perspective, the person behind the counter seems to be making a pass for a move at James, and that's what I'm thinking. And I was dying because I'm still sleep-deprived. So I had to go to the corner of the store, and I was just laughing into my sweatshirt, hysterically. And James just kept talking to the person. 
And then Eduardo and Kyle, you know, again, they're not the brightest. Um, they're like, dude, what the frick you left me at? And then I told them. Then they started laughing, and James started looking over at us like, what the hell are you retards doing? And then I told him once we walked out of the store, he's like, oh, you guys are fucking stupid. Like, that's not what was happening at all. But I'm, I'm 80-20, pretty sure that's what was happening. Yeah, so whatever you think happened, I just think they were being nice in customer service, but that's up to you. So while we were at the mall, not a lot interesting happened, but right after we walked out of that store, we got stopped by some fucking swindlers. Oh. So we stop at this little booth. They're like, yo, man, let me clean your shoes. Let me get them looking right for you. You, you know, know, you got to go back. You got to, they got Eduardo. They got oh, Eduardo. Right. So Eduardo had just bought some new Harachis like a, a couple of days before at Champs. And they were still like brand new. And they hooked Eduardo. And they, once they hooked Eduardo, it was over, dude. Like, oh man. Yeah, me, Cody, and Eduardo were all wearing our Hirachis. Uh, anyways, he got stopped, and they were like, yo, man, let me clean my shoe, clean your shoes up for you, get them looking real nice, you know, you got some fire on your, on your feet, you know, really just honey-dicking him, trying to get him there, and so he's like, all right, you know, no charge or whatever. So they start cleaning his shoes, and then eventually they get me, and I'm like, you know what, all right, I'll get my shoes clean. And then they get Kyle, and they clean up his musty-ass Romeo boots. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was wearing Romeos. <laughs> Dude, at this point, he was, like, still stomping around his friends in cornfields, so they probably had some cow shit or something on him. And I feel bad for those guys, too. But I just can't because of what they did to us. Yeah, so, you know, they're getting our shoes clean and stuff. Like, I'm not complaining. I needed my shoes clean anyways. And, you know, they freaking hooked us in, you know, you can put two and two together and figure out that we all split and bought one of the shoe cleaning things for ourselves, and I still have not seen it to this day. Yeah, we lost them within a couple months. I used mine a few times, and then Kyle still has one, I think. Uh, but knowing him, it's lost too. Yeah, Kyle has. Yeah, Kyle freaking got one, and he doesn't even. He has like three pairs of shoes, three or four pairs of shoes, and he wears the same shoes. I don't even know why we gave him one. Probably because he lives so far away. Yeah, we. Oh yeah, that's right. We gave him one so us three could split it because we all live in the same town. We graduated from the same high school, same class, and all. And he lives in Oregon, so we gave him one and we kept one for us. But yeah. Anyways, we split one. Or no, we got the two because we bought the yeah. one and then we got the other one like half off or something like yeah. that. Obviously half off. But wait, there's more. You know, kind of deal. And then, uh, you know. Push comes to shove. We never, I never used it. I needed it the most. My white shoes are really dirty right now, and I can't wear them because they're dirty as hell. But you know, it's whatever. It's all good. Just a fat waste of money. No big deal. I mean, for it to be on this podcast and be a story, I still think it was worth it. It was worth it. Yes. Um. So that's about all that happened at Lloyd Center, and then we were looking at stuff to do, sitting out in the car. And, you know, we're like, let's go to Woodburn. It's like a 30-minute drive from Portland. Yeah. They have some really nice outlet malls. And we were like, all right, let's go there. So the exit right before we get to the mall, Kyle's like, oh, shit. 
I got to go again. I feel gross. You know, is there any gas stations with trucker showers? And we're like, oh, no, here we go again. So we pull off at this pilot in Woodburn and Kyle heads in. Yeah, so Kyle heads in. It's like one o'clock and we're like, frick, dude, we're starving. There was a subway at the pilot. So we all got subway. We're eating. I kid you not. Kyle took another shower, longer than half an hour. Like, we all ate our Subway footlong sandwiches, and we sat there just watching the TV, just sitting there in the Subway waiting for him. We all messaged him, like, hey, are you all right? Can you just to come check on you? Or blah, blah, blah. And I kid you not, 45 minutes go by, and he, this motherfucker, finally comes out. And the first thing he says to us, dude, that was the best fucking shower of my life. Yeah, he, he walks out with this smug grin on his face, holding two bottles of Sprite and another pack of Pepto, yeah. and he's ready to go again. Yeah, he's ready to go. He's like, oh my god. He's like, dude, it took me like 20 minutes to shit, and then I took like another 25 minutes to shower. Like, I just sat there with the hot water. There's unlimited hot water, like the best shower I've had in my life. I was like, man, you should just come back here and take your showers then if you love it so much. Holy frick. <laughs> yeah, so after that, we decided to, you know, push on to the next exit at the Woodburn Outlets. And we all shopped around. I don't know if anything really interesting happened there. Uh, we just walked around pretty much. That was about it. Oh, Kyle took another shit at the Woodburn Outlets. <laughs> another 20 minutes burned. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we were just walking around. I bought a jacket at North Face for like $70. And we went into Nike store. There was obviously like 9,000 people in there. Uh, that's about it. Oh, we almost died. Those people, well, that, was, that one car almost hit us, remember? We were walking across the crosswalk. Oh, yeah. So to elaborate a little bit, just right out front of the uh, Woodburn Outlets, there's these this uh, divider in the parking lot, and you're not supposed to like turn left uh, at certain points because there's a divider. Well, this SUV's like, you know what? Fuck it. So it drives over the divider, turning left uh, in a spot that it wasn't supposed to, and straight up almost hits us. Like they honked their horn at us when we were like in the middle of the road, and they just completely overreacted. So we walked around there for a little bit, trying to kill time before uh, we went to uh, where our friend uh, has a job at Warner Pacific. Well, I wouldn't say our friend. So I would say me and Kyle's friend because, you know, we've I've known him a little bit. Kyle kind of grew up with him a little bit pretty much because he was his brother's friend. And he was like, hey. He hit him up. He was like, hey, can we come to Warner Pacific? Because he goes to school there and he has a job as a security guard or whatever, right? So we go there and we're just like sitting in the like the main lobby area. We're just sitting there. He's like, we're talking. And then we're like, hey, can we do anything? He's like, oh, yeah, sure. So he hook, he takes us like to the gym, like the workout center or whatever, and we freaking play ping pong. Yeah, and it wasn't just like the normal workout center. It was like the athletes' workout center. Yeah. There was massage tables, you know, it was the practice basketball court out there. Just outside was the like intramural fields and like a nice little weight room and cardio room. Yeah, we were right underneath the basketball court. 
So there's a there was a pool table, there was a ping pong table, there was darts, there was like a TV, bunch of couches and stuff. It was like a student life area, I guess. I don't know how else to put it. So yeah, so we're all down there chilling, and Eduardo turns to me and is like, "You want to get your ass whooped in ping pong?" And I was like, "Ah, this guy, you know, I'm not one to back down from a challenge, even if I'm not the best at ping pong." But I was like, "Fuck it." So you know, we're playing, and He's beating me by a little bit, nothing crazy, and he gets pissed off at something. He gets pissed off super easy. Like, I think that I said that it double bounced and he didn't believe me or something. So the next serve, he doesn't even hit it off the table. He just throws it off in straight baseball swings, and the ping pong ball hits me in the fucking ear, and I swear I had cauliflower ear for like a week after that. <laughs> yeah, so me and Kyle were just like dicking around at the pool table we're like doing like backward shots like trying to skip the cue ball and everything and all of a sudden i just hear whack and then a loud bang or like a thwack i was like what the heck is that it sounded like i don't know it sounded like the ping pong table like the ping pong ball excuse me had hit like a glass window i was like what the hell is that and i just look over and i see james both hands to his ears he's like oh what the fuck man and I was like, wait, what happened? And then Eduardo was just like, man, fuck this shit. I'm pissed off now. You're going to get your ass whooped now, bitch. And then James takes his hands off his ear. And that shit was red as a Coke can, like instantly. And I was like, oh, my God, dude, this is good. So I was like, Kyle, we need to watch the rest of this game. So we're just sitting there, and they just keep going back and forth. Yeah, I think in the end he won by a couple points. But, you know, I had fun. I put up a good fight. Oh, no, 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 no. This motherfucker was like, no, run it back. They played like four more games, I think, four or five more games, just back and forth. And me and Kyle and the, the other guy, the guy that hooked us up, they, we got so bored. We're just sitting there on our phones just like watching, and they're talking so much shit to each other. They just went back and forth. They wouldn't let the other one win. Yeah, if I it, think I think one that... won. James would be like, no, run it back. And then James wanted, we'd be like, no, run it back. And it just went back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, I think we were 2-2 two and two after four games, and then he won the fifth, and that was that. Yeah. So, so that's about it of our escapades in Portland. Uh, and we were thinking about when we were heading home, maybe finding a place to stay, but we kind of decided not to. Just get home. You know, it was a fun day. A lot of shit happened. And I'm like, all right, time for a nice, long, relaxing drive home. Next thing I know, it's raining fucking cats and dogs and the entire left lane of the freaking freeway. Every, like, 100 yards, there's a big-ass puddle. And, you know, I drive through one, and I'm like, oh, that's not too bad. You know, water sprays up on my windshield, but I'm like, that's what wipers are for. Oh, speaking of his wipers, he decided to replace his driver's side wiper and not his passenger side wiper so i'm sitting in the passenger seat and every time he turns on the wipers there's three marks in the middle of the windshield and i wouldn't say that i'm like ocd or anything but like it's the little things like that that just piss me off so much and he would this motherfucker would purposely turn on his windshield wipers just to piss me off I wouldn't say purposefully to piss you off. Maybe just to antagonize a little bit. 
It's the same thing. Me never. Anyways, we're driving. We get about an hour outside Portland, just past Hood River. And this motherfucking heating and air conditioning van is hauling ass down the freeway. He's doing like 72. And mind you, we were still in like the 60 mile an hour zone. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pass him. You know, I, we were about to hit the 65 zone. So I was like, okay, I'll speed up to like 75. So I pass him once and get in front of him back in the right lane because, you know, left lane, passing lane. Also, if you don't know that, please, left lane, passing lane. Get back in the right lane <laughs> when you're done. Um, but I pass him once and I'm like, I, you know, I pull ahead for a little bit and then I see him turn on his sprites. And I'm like, well, fuck. So he starts gaining on me. He's probably doing like 80 now. And comes up and whips around me, you know, probably barely missing my back bumper. Oh, yeah. Because he got right up on my ass when he decided to pass me. Still running cats and dogs. Mm -hmm. So this is like, you know, intense driving now. I'm like, fuck, you know, really white knuckle in it. And I'm like, okay. You know, I pride myself on being a fairly good driver, but conditions weren't great. So I'm like, you know what, this motherfucker. So all of us in the car are like, you know, pass and pass and so I speed up to yeah. 80. Uh, real quick, uh, me, uh, Eduardo, and Kyle are antagonizing James. Like, you won't do it, pussy. Racing, racing, passing. You won't do it, pussy. And Kyle, being the dumbass, every time we passed the van, he would just flip him off every single time. Like we said, not the brightest character. Yeah. Um. So, you know, we went to pass him again. We speed up. And... Every time I went to speed up, he would just match speed with me. And I was like, I'm done. So I fully throttle him. You know, I'm probably pushing triple digits and I'm starting it's, to pull. Yeah, it's pretty close. Pretty close, yeah. And I was starting to pull on him. And this dude swerves into my lane. He's trying to run me into the fucking divider. So, you know, I get past him and then he passes me again when I slow down. And then he tries running me off to the right side of the road. You know, this is like a 15, 20 minute stretch of him continually doing this. Like, he'll leave me alone for a few minutes. And then he speeds back up and catches me and does all this shit. You know, finally we're like, fuck it, you know, he's getting super close to the car. Like, he probably could have gotten close enough to where I could have reached my hand out the window and touched him without even fully extending it. So, I'm like, whatever, I let him pass me. I get back over in the slow lane, set my cruise, and we're on our way again. You know, driving home after the whole van thing, uh, we're like, all right, well, that was pretty scary. That guy was retarded, so we just kept driving. Uh, I was really tired, so I passed out. And when I woke up, it was pitch black outside, dark, obviously. Uh, we're just outside Boardman, a town about 30, 35 minutes away from yeah. our town. About 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes from where we need to drop off Kyle. And I wake up and I'm just sweating. Like, I am so fucking hot. I'm like, why is it so hot in here? I take off my sweatshirt. I take off my shirt. And then I'm like, dude, it's so hot in here. Turn on the AC. And then. Well, this car didn't have AC. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. you know what? I'll just open the sunroof. Yeah. So he opens the sunroof. He freaking. 
drop off Kyle, we go home, and I think that was everything about the Portland story. Yeah, you know, it was a good time. We got everything taken care of. Created a pretty good story. You know, when we still talk about, what is it, a year later now? A year later, probably still in the future. You know, I this podcast has been great. Uh, really good to get stories out. Good to talk about them. Really dive in detail. Mm-hmm. You know, helps you kind of refresh your memory on them. Uh, you know, we have a lot more stories that we really want to talk about. And we'll get to them in future podcasts. Uh, a lot of them are traveling in Oregon, traveling in Washington, because we live fairly close to the Washington border. Uh, but this has been The Boys Take. Uh, thank you to anybody who listened to this. And uh, I'm James Stradley, your host, joined by my co-host, Cody Griffin. And we will catch you all next time. Yes, sir. Later.